Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Ladies and germs, welcome up to the Dilton Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilton Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Johnny. Yes. Hello. Hello. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. Okay. Come, <laughs> come, come, come into my boudoir. <laughs> Is, are you doing anything interesting these days? No. What yeah. do you mean? I don't know. I'm waiting. I, start- I got to tell you, the the most annoying, this is, I mean, this is going to sound like a brag, um, but I've been vaccinated for, for a minute. Okay. And the most annoying thing is that nobody else that I know is, everyone's getting there. But no sure. So it's is. like you, you just got, you got a PlayStation five and you're trying to play, you know, Warcraft with your friends but no one else has the the Linux hookup. Exactly. Yeah, I was able to get one on release day, <laughs> <laughs> and they were all sold out. Uh, yeah, I got my vaccine too, the first one at least, and it, I had to use a friend of a friend had a secret website with a secret signup code that I had to use, and uh, so it's great that I got my vaccine, but it's stupid that the government just didn't give it to me. <laughs> like. It was like literally like the most Chicago thing ever, like this speakeasy vaccine, you know, like I had, a, I had to know somebody who knew about it. Okay. But soon we're getting there. Pretty, pretty soon we'll be, we'll be playing foosball with all our friends. Now I just need to get a foosball table. I, I've I man, I got, I got one on like March 10th, dude. I, so, so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what's like, okay. What's. <laughs> What's the last thing that you like bought that was kind of like, if, you know, with the intent to use it with other people that you didn't yeah. get the chance to? Uh, I bought uh, 22 tag football uh, jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? That's not even what it's called. What the fuck is like? Flag football. Yeah, tag football. It's this new game I invented, and I was really excited to teach all my friends about it. And, well, <laughs> it sucks. I put a deposit down on a uh, on a field and everything. <laughs> I feel like... I don't even know what it would be for me. Like, I mean, we, we like, move. You moved even more recently than we did, but we moved, mm. like, a... Like, three or four months before everything started. So we like basically didn't even get to have people. We had people over like for new year's basically. Right. Right. Like, right. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, I moved, I moved like two or three months into the pandemic. So no one's even seen my place. They don't even mm-hmm. like, for all, you know, I just, I like, I rent out a library every, every week to record with you. You don't even know. That's true. Yeah. 
I've never I've never seen anything but this wall that you're in front of with all these books. <laughs> with all these books, yeah, right. <laughs> these these weird uh yeah. What's um what do you call those things? The books you can't check out? Jurisprudence? Do you know what I'm talking about? Books you can't <laughs> check out, like reference books? Is that just what they're called? Maybe, yeah, reference books. You know, those illegal books you're not allowed to check out. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? They have all the government secrets in them. Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, exactly. The Communist Manifesto, Das Kapital, Jagged jagged Little Pill. What is the Million Little Pieces? What am I thinking of? I don't. I have no idea. Remember from, you remember from, my, my brain is just Jack Kerouac at this point. Uh, remember that, that book that was on Oprah's book club that was fake? Oh, was million, I believe that was A Million Little Pieces. By Alanis Morissette? Yeah. Okay. They did turn it into a musical, though, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, right. It's American Idiot, right? <laughs> Boy, it'd be, I, I wonder what would happen if, if I try to do improv now. Would it just be like the performance version of Jackson Pollock? It, improv is going to be... It, it's going to be insane. I was just talking to someone today because we were talking about like, hey, we can like hang out soon. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm even going to be like because I've no, the, the only communication that I've had for the last year has been like, she she said like my deranged couples language. (laughs) (laughs) That's very, yes. That's a good way to put that. (laughs) Um, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's just like, like like fucked up like twin language is all yeah. that I've been speaking for like a year. Right, exactly. Like one one of us will be like, uh, "You want your potes?" And the other one will be like, "Yeah." And the other one will be like, "Grapes." <laughs> so yeah, improv is gonna be. The- I'm looking forward to like the, the like how the COVID like COVID prov or something where like you have to stay six feet apart from all your scene partner. You know what I mean? Like like whatever weird fucking lay well, on. They- and, and every first show is going to be like, oh, I just, <laughs> you know, woke up from a nap. What did I miss? You know, like. I feel like oh, the, the, the first. Well, go ahead. Did I? I didn't get to. Did I? <laughs> I forgot to vote. Like. <laughs> The fir- I feel like the first improv show back is going to be a lot of fun because you're going to be in the crowd with, like, friends. Mm-hmm. And then the second improv show, you'll be like, this fucking sucks. Yep. So let's just skip it all. Agreed. Okay. Good thing there's no place to do it. <laughs> That's... <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, you know how... So if a virus is, <laughs> is too good... In other words, if a virus kills the host too quickly it's a it's actually a bad virus right yes so the best virus doesn't really kill you quickly maybe it doesn't even kill you at all it just gets you sick and Mm -hmm. so you can spread it to other people improv in chicago died off so fucking quick like all the theaters closed down like right at the same time Mm -hmm. so i think i'm i guess we're i'm grateful for that yeah it's like I can't even think of what it's like. It's just like, it's like when, um, 
Okay. Audiences are Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> the theaters okay. are Padme. And the okay. improvisers are Luke and Leia. You've, as you've soon lost as, me so hard. Go ahead. As Coke, soon as Anakin is gone, as soon as he's out of the picture, the theaters yes. cannot survive anymore. They have lost I... the will to live. <laughs> Everything sure. seems fine. They still function. You know, they're still there. The bones are there. Medically, structurally, they're fine. Sure. Just but they've just the lost the will. The will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad we were able to make it more more clear for everybody. Yeah, that's what I've been doing is just watching Star Wars over and yeah. over again. Here's how the Chicago improv scene is like Star Wars. <laughs> just let's make it really, let's elucidate it. Speaking of Star Wars, though, have you seen, I forget what it's called, but they released like a new collection of stuff on Disney+. Plus. Like, no? It's like this the legacy collection or the, the insanity collection or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> okay, it's the original clone wars cartoon, which is extremely sick. Um, the, the one that's like Jenny Tartakovsky. Yeah. Cool. The, um, the Ewoks movies like caravan <laughs> okay. of courage and, and shit. And, um, the cartoon short featuring Boba Fett from the Christmas special. Okay, that's that is the insanity collection, and that's just all on Disney Plus now. How long before we just get the holiday special? That's what I'm saying. It can't. It can't be. They have to. They have to. I mean, George Lucas isn't in the picture anymore, right? Correct. So, I, and here's the thing: if they release it, if they release it, holiday 2021, that's going to be ooh. the most streamed thing. Oh, of all time. Honestly, it might be. You're right. I mean, that's the new Snyder cut. <laughs> and it, it does feel like the the last true, I mean, like holy grail of movies, basically. Right. You know? Like, it's like that and like Song of the South. You know, and we're, and we're then, all clamoring for that one. I, I am. I want to see that motherfucker. It's, dude, My when I was like younger... My grandpa had like a bootleg tape of it. Awesome. Because I, I don't know. You just, when you just want to be that racist so bad. <laughs> um, That's like, you go to like a gun show and like go to the the tape trader area and get song of the South. Yeah. It's okay to be, it's okay to be racist as long as it's at a racism show and not. <laughs> it's yeah. That's know. the, it's the racism loophole. Yeah. <laughs> It's unreal. Even as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, I can't wait. I bet, you know what? I bet I can find it online. I bet it's somewhere. You, you certainly could. Just got to go to fucking Daily Stormer or whatever the fuck. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, I I do genuinely feel like more people would want to see the holiday special. Oh yeah, for sure. And I also feel like more people would turn it off in the first 10 minutes. Now that's some metrics I'd like to see. (laughs) What's, what's the like, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see the streaming metrics and I want to see the exact point where everyone (laughs) says, 
Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, how many how many minutes into the into the pure Wookiee dialogue with no subtitles whatsoever? Here's okay. What about this? What if because this is something that they did for the special editions of the films? Okay. What if they add subtitles? Ooh, interesting. Because in the original, I believe this is this is if my memory serves correct. In the original version of Return of the Jedi, in Jabba's palace, there are no subtitles because C three PO is translating. Interesting. Okay. Then they add them in the special edition, so you see what they're saying and then C-3PO just says it again. Weird. Okay. That's interesting. I kind of like the immersion there of like, we don't know what he's saying. We're just going to have to trust 3PO on that one. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it, there's no point to that unless job is saying like, m- like rude shit and 3PO's, you know, which is funny. Yeah, sure. But like th- throughout Basically, all of the rest of the films, everyone just kind of understands everyone, regardless of what language they're speaking. I do kind of like that. That's kind of fun. Like, everyone is just, like, like quintuple lingual. Like I love... Man, one of my favorite things in Solo is when Han, like, starts speaking to Chewbacca. Uh-huh. And in the subtitles, Chewbacca's like, you speak Shrewook or whatever, or you speak, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever he says. Um, and he's like, a little bit <laughs> it's, it's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, I feel like everyone can understand every language, but they can't all speak every language. Yes. Yes. And that's very fun. It's funny that, um, mo- the reason most people can't understand R2D2 is not because he's a droid is because he speaks Spanish and, and Luke speaks Spanish. <laughs> He beeps in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can tell that there's like some Enya's in there. Like mm-hmm. if you listen close, you can hear it. Um, how about I get an article? Okay. We can try something new. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Live at Wembley. Live at Wembley. Is this Beyonce some- album? Okay, interesting. So she played tennis for like three hours? Yeah. All right. Live at Wembley is a video album by American singer Beyonce. It was released on April 26, 2004 by Sony Urban Music and Columbia Music Video. Okay. The DVD features her concert at Wembley Arena in London as part of her Dangerously in Love tour in support of her debut solo studio album, Dangerously in Love. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Was she, like, a huge fucking deal, like, right away? I mean, Destiny's Child was, like... Yeah, they were big. Big. Yeah. Okay. That'd be, like, that'd be like someone from NSYNC breaking off and having a solo career. <laughs> it's hard to imagine, but, yeah, I guess. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like Wembley Stadium is, like... that's a That feels like a pretty big deal, right? I certainly have never played there. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to practice more. Yeah, I I would ass- I would assume. What, what would at this? Let's say right you start right now. What path gets you there more easily? Becoming a famous singer or becoming a famous tennis player? For you right now, how do you get to Wembley? Singing. I would have said tennis up until for me. I would have said tennis up until like six months ago. 
I just feel like my knees are shot. Because you've been so playing, because got... you've been playing so much tennis in quarantine. And that's the thing. I got, I got uh, tennis knee. Um, so I guess it's singing for me too. That's gonna be tough, man. I don't know how to read music. You don't have to read music to be able to sing. You just have to read words. <laughs> it's not just people being like G flat. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder no one wants me to sing for them Songs make so much more sense now to me What is the largest venue You think right now you could sell out <laughs> And you can do anything in that venue But you have to sell it out 100% 100% sure Man um, well, Let me think Wow so here's the problem is like I could I, I could sell out a, 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 a space bigger than I think, but it would require me to have the discipline to like advertise for it or flyer for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I have that kind of discipline if it's just me like a DIY op. So I guess I would say like, I don't even know, man, like a checkers. <laughs> Just like Do you, six okay, this people. Is, this is an important question. The inside of a checkers where the employees are, yeah, or that's, that's the outside where people are dining, no, or combined. That was my first thought too. I was like, oh, you know, like a Sonic parking lot. And I was like, that's a lot of people. Pump, that possibly. is a lot of people, especially if someone no. drives a drives a van in there. Ooh, oh you're fucked. man, it's game over on that one, baby. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the inside. This is like a special. For checkers employees only engagement. It's like a, a NPR tiny. It's a, it's a training, yeah. It's me rapping about how the fryolator works. <laughs> I would sell that out for the. It'd be a mandatory training meeting. That's how I, in, in, I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, we'll get started as soon as uh, Doug's uh, Doug gets here. Oh, he's he called out sick. Okay, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, he's he's in the bathroom for the last 25 minutes <laughs> well what about you do you think you can sell out something bigger than the checkers <sighs> or rallies <laughs> i knew you're gonna say that you motherfucker <laughs> um i could but not much bigger like the problem is the guarantee like it, yeah exactly you know and like, what what would you even do? Like, I don't even know what's what. And is it by myself? Can I bring in help? Like, you know, like let's say I'm in a band and it's like a three piece. You know, is that is that not? It doesn't need to just could, be me. Could I get? Could I? Could I invite Chris Evans to to do the show with me? <laughs> yeah, like let's let's dig into the 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 stipulations here. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just yeah maybe I'm opening for Chris Evans, who's going to be signing books or something. What is it he does? <laughs> He's gonna be signing. He's gonna be signing someone else's books. <laughs> yeah, he's signing copies of Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm providing, which is why I'm there. I've I've paid six hundred and forty three dollars to buy seventy copies of Carrie, but I will be selling out this checkers. How much do you think one copy of Carrie costs? Well, apparently, if you did the math, you'll know on that one. <laughs> it sounds like I think they cost less than a dollar each. Is that right? 70, 600, 600 copies for 70. No, $600 for 70 copies. That's so each one, each one's less than $10. That okay, seems good. That, that tracks. 
Carrie's a pretty good book. I bet it's been, you know, I can get like a good softback, like from mm-hmm. an airport. I like buy it on airport, you know, kiosk yeah, stock. But the, each airport only has like four copies. So then you also have to factor in the tickets to get from airport yeah. to airport. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So all of a sudden I've just spent like $45,000 <laughs> and God, Chris Evans fee has got to be pretty high. Maybe he's doing it for me for like, cause he heard about, you know, my plight. But he's I have just, to sell out this checkers. <laughs> Why'd you bring 70 copies of Gary to the checkers? <laughs> It'd be easy to hand them out, though, from a checkers, just right through the little window. That is true. So I think, I mean, I'm kind of coming around on this idea. I could sell out an Arby's full dining I th- area. I thought of Arby's first, and then I scaled down to a checkers. <laughs> I, I bet you could sell it on Arby's. What, what, what would you do there? Who are you bringing in? Or is it just you? Are you doing slam poetry? Are you? Well, I was going to you... ask Chris Evans, but he's busy. Oh, is that right? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can get Chris Hemsworth. Okay. And that's I it. Even... Maybe we have a little crosstown rivalry. A Chris-off. A Chris-off. I'm at the checkers with Chris Evans. You're at the Arby's with Chris Hemsworth. He's signing copies of Carrie. What are you doing? Was there a Carrie too? <laughs> okay, you're gonna try to one up me with the sequel to Carrie. <laughs> um, this is this is becoming an arms race. Maybe we'll. I I couldn't name a Dean Koontz book, but I feel like if I could, that's the right answer. Fuck! What did Dean Koontz write? What is he even famous for? For not being Stephen King. Because you got you got Grisham. You know what he writes. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what he writes? He writes like like political thrillers, right? Or like military. You're thinking of Tom Clancy. Yes, I am. John Grisham loves lawyers. Okay. So, Tom- and then you got Michael Crichton. He loves, you know. Jurassic Parks. He loves Jurassic Parks. Spheres. <laughs> uh, but then you got Dean Koontz and everyone knows his name, but no one knows what he wrote. I assumed he was also a spooky man. I don't know. Maybe he just writes um, strictly about the Vietnam War. Isn't it weird that there are just like all these writers that you just said, they've each written like a billion books and we Mm -hmm. just know about them and they all keep writing essentially the same book. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like when when uh, Chuck Berry wrote the song The Twist and it crushed and then he said, well, shit, what should I do now? How about the twist again <laughs> just wrote the same fucking song again people used to do that shit all the time man like if you, you listen to like i don't even know man like i'm trying to think of examples but i can't but basically it just be like you be like oh i know exactly who this is because the all their songs sound the same mm-hmm. it's wild and tom clancy even got some video games you got a ton of video games he, he probably he might have more games than, than books honestly dude a Stephen King video game might be sick. What's stopping that from happening? There's because you're right. That should have happened already, right? It could be like I mean, like a re, like Resident Evil, basically. You know? Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Gosh, I don't even know. Maybe it's like the what's that book um, where he tries to stop JFK from being killed? Uh, November. What the fuck is it? What's the date? July. When the fuck was JFK killed? 11-22-1963. Um, and it's like a life sim. 
where you're just like, you have to just live in the sixties for three years until JFK is ready to be killed. (laughs) And then it turns into like five minutes of action where you try to stop it. What if it's, what if it's like Majora's mask? Okay. Where you have to keep going. You get like the three day window before JFK was assassinated. I love this. And you have to keep going back and yes. like doing different stuff to get everything exactly in place to prevent it. I I think that's a cool idea. That is a cool idea. I've never read the book. So The book's pretty good. Uh, I bought it at a yard sale for like 50 cents. Um that's a really good idea. I think like a Majora's mask where you replay the same days and it's almost like, um, like an open world, like a, like a point and click or something, you know, or like a, like a mystery game, open world groundhogs day. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think that's a good idea. And the, the, it doesn't even have to have the, like, let's get rid of the JFK thing. Let's just like dig in on this concept. The ending could be anything. Like, let's say, like, what do you want it to be, right? It's like, well, I want it to be, you know, I become a master piano player or whatever. They're, 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 they would, they would, the game would have, like, 150 different possible things you could work towards. Yeah, like getting a Bulbasaur, getting an Ivasaur. <laughs> Literally, as I said that, that's, yep. <laughs> I don't know. Just 150 is just a nice round number, it I think. It is a nice round number. Um, it's a good idea. Maybe we should just, maybe that's what we, we do. We produce that. And could, that's what gets us to Wembley. <laughs> How do we, wait a minute. Wembley, we're, have, have we both been thinking of Wimbledon? <laughs> <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is Wembley? <laughs> is it gum? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.